1: What would you like the power to
0: do? Mobile banking
1: requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Kind of crazy. This is the Rich Eisen Show. It's on a crack it. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Aha! Hit the
2: drop! I don't even know what an audio drop is. There you go.
1: <laughs> the Rich Eisen Show. Brett Michaels, good to see you, sir. You gotta pay your dues, you gotta put your time in, and you gotta earn it. Earlier on the show, host of Peacock's Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Coming up, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Ray Lewis. WWE legend, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And that's the bottom line because Eisen said so. Here's Rich Eisen. Oh yes. Oh yeah.
0: Come on, man. <laughs> just right. get up and dance. Come on, <laughs> Let's just do it. it. Go ahead, Rich. Just do it one wow. time. Oh, Come on. Do it one what time, do you guys
2: yeah. need to start, dancing? Right. Give want, start yeah.
0: dancing? Give the people I what they want.
2: Somebody
0: start dancing. Give the people what they know. Come I on. Rich, please give the people what Which they Which is want. what? <laughs> the, like, I'm coming out of the smoke. You gotta room? come out of the smoke, like Rich. Somebody start dancing. On. Oh, on. Start
2: over. I'll start oh, over. Hold on a second. I'll <laughs> start <laughs> over. We gotta start it over. Hit it, Mike.
0: Hit you gotta come out of the smoke, Rich. I forgot. You
1: taught
0: me how to do this. I did. You got it. Right, like yep. Yep. And then, uh, when I drag my right. Yes. Yes. Hey. Look. Yes. Yes. Way to get the morning started, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is now, in fact, hot in here. Uh, it's right, I, and I have just pulled something. Hello, Ray Lewis. <laughs> my friend. <laughs> oh, my friend. Coming out of the smoke. It, it never gets never... old. <laughs> you know what? It's so funny because I told this story. By the way, Ray Lewis is here, uh, Beyond the Edge, premiering tonight, 9 Eastern, on CBS, a new reality series in which he is competing. Um, we'll talk about that on the show. There it is. There you are right in the middle of the Panama jungle, Metal World Peace, and Mike Singletary, some of the sports names and faces we recognize right there. It's funny. I was telling uh-huh. this story the other day about... <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, about the Pro Bowl. Uh, oh where, man! Oh man! Where you and Rod, and Rod Woodson yeah. were part of NFL Total Access <laughs> at the Pro Bowl. This is this is the this is the Super Bowl season where Bettis won and strolled off into the sunset of his yeah. career, which you know you eventually got the chance to do yourself, yeah. and uh, beating Seattle and Detroit, <laughs> and you and Rod and I. Are on the set of NFL Total Access at the end of, a, of at the end of a show. He's laughing already. Is oh that, my god! So where where you taught me how to hit right? The a bag. tackling dummy. The hit the, the, the bag. dummy. Yeah. Right. I got to tackle properly. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And you were telling me, you know, like get, you know. Bend down. Absolutely. You know, get down. Explode through. Explode it. up. Yes. Right. Get down. Yes. You know, not bend over at the hips, but bend right. down. You Absolutely. I remember. Explode. I remember. You
0: do it. Like, and then hit with your
1: chest. Hit with your chest. <laughs> One thousand. See what you hit. See what you hit. hit through what you right. Absolutely. And then I did that. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And Rod was holding the bag Yep. He let go of it like this. <laughs> he let go of the football. <laughs> it was great. And I went through it. <laughs> And you're laughing, and Rod's laughing, and um, am you know.
0: You, when you hit the ground. <laughs> it was the most classic thing I've ever seen in my life. It was hysterical. I, I hurt my guy? And the crazy thing is, it was like two
1: hours later, because what a setup oh. it was, because we were staying at the Pro Bowl Hotel. Yeah. And we're at the beach. And uh, I'm just like trying to get up from the sand, and and I can't move my arm. <laughs> I sprained my AC joint. <laughs> and to this oh. day, to this day, Rod says he did not let go of the bag. Yeah, yeah. Now, what, yeah. I don't know if you have any memory of this, but can you break the tie here? Because I swear- I you do have them... a
0: memory of this, Rich. I don't know if I want to expose it. <laughs> 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 I just don't know if that's the right thing to do. You know, because somebody, I got to put somebody up under the bus. That's right, and me I, or Rod? <laughs> can you choose me? <laughs> but you guys are my two friends, so I don't know who I could throw under the bus. Oh
1: my gosh. <laughs>
0: Well you, you want to say? Su- was supposed to hold the bag. That's all I'm gonna say. That's okay. He was supposed to hold the bag.
1: Yeah, Man. So as you could see, Ray, you and I uh we go way back. We yeah. go way back in the day. So uh we're in the free agency period right now. Did you ever get close to that?
0: Never. Never nah.
1: Ravens never let you get close nah, to No, it, huh? it was
0: um I think my one of my last deals, and uh Steve called me. He was like, oh, take seven days. Call me when you're ready. <laughs> and we just laughed about this. <laughs> we, I just sat with him the other day. We're Steve Pashotti, Yeah. The longtime so, the Ravens. Yeah, he says, uh, he says, hey, heard you're a free agent. Take seven days. Let me know when you're done. I said, all right, I'll to, call you. I'll to call go you. on a tour? To go no, see I just said, I'll call you back when I get from vacation. And I went on vacation. And uh, <laughs> what, I had like two, three offers, forget who it was, you know, offering this crazy money. And I'm like, hmm, so you want me to take... 10 plus million and leave my legacy. Can't do it. So you left that on the table. Yeah, man. Absolutely. It was no, it was not even <clears throat> I never second guessed it. You know, like two of my favorite all time athletes, mm-hmm. and this is <laughs> this is before this new day and age, right? Where there's no loyalty no more sports, right? It's who did you bet on this week <laughs> and that's who win it. Right. But when I was a kid, Michael Jordan. And Joe Montana, to me, was like never supposed to take off a bull in a San Francisco uniform. Right. Ever. And when that happened, years before I even got in the league, Rich, I knew that wherever I was going, Mm. I'm never leaving. That was the one thing I always had in my head. Go to one city and never leave that city. Now, I didn't know that city wasn't going to have a name. Right when I got drafted, right.
1: <laughs> so I, I,
0: I, That's amazing.
1: Right, I asked Ozzie That's on draft day, like
0: Ozzy, he, he called me twenty-six pick like, that we're drafting you. Who's drafting me? <laughs> <laughs> Who? We don't. You don't have a team. There's no team in Baltimore. What? Okay, got it. I'm drafted to. Yeah, I guess Baltimore. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man. I never even thought about leaving uh, when it came came to uh, free agency. And that's one of the blessings of my career because I, you know, I signed four deals um, there. And, yeah, it was like they knew what I was about. We, I knew what they were about. And it never came down to any money issues or me bitter with anybody. Mm-hmm. And to leave the legacy that I left being in one city for 17 years, you know, you can go around the entire globe for the rest of your life. It's rare that you're going to have somebody that stays home. And home for me was bigger than the game. The game was just the thing, right? The mm-hmm. platform. Mm-hmm. But but the community that I invested in and still invest in to, to this day, right? I wanted that to be forever.
1: So are you really not remembering it or you're just being, you know, the kind I, of that you don't I, remember which teams were trying to give you $10 million more? Yeah, than I I would, yeah it's irrelevant. Right, because I would I would disagree with the relevance of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's irrelevant now. Why? Well, right? I mean, yes, you yeah, did and you did win Abs- another Super Bowl yeah. there, and I you do it have out. your legacy. Yeah. But I just
0: like who, who who's knocking on your door, right? Who's knocking on your door? Nah, it's come on, it's years ago. Cowboys knocking you know, on your you door, You know, right? you know, Sometimes when you, when you got that old phone, and you know you need to get rid of that old. Phone. <laughs>
2: Dolphins like to come home. Dolphins? The
0: yeah. Dolphins ask you to come I, home? I, I'm, to the other know, home. Who knows? Pittsburgh, I just say, like,
2: Everybody, New York, everybody like, missed
0: out. I, Let's just say that. You know, I, Dallas made a play. Rich, I, I hated it, it in Baltimore.
1: Oh. Yes, you did. Oh. And it's interesting that you say that that that's that's worth it because yeah. now Rodgers has that opportunity here. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers has yes. that opportunity, but Brady doesn't. It's one of right. the few things that Brady will not have the opportunity. Right. To say that he was in one place, but he did win another one. Yeah. What did you make, Ray Lewis, here on the Rich Eisen show? What did you make of Tom's decision to unretire? Even though when he retired, he never used the word retire, right? Like, yeah, he just was... you knowing what it's like to leave this game that you put so much into.
0: Yeah. What did you make of Tom? Yeah, you know, back? I think the competitive side of Tom is is the easy, noticeable thing, right? Right. He's one of the greatest competitors ever, and the one thing I said when I got ready to retire, if you got more in the tank, finish it. Empty the tank. Right. I don't think he's finished. I don't think the tank is empty for his passion for I'm done. Now, I think if they would have won it, I think he walks out. Right? But tasting glory and then losing the way they did last year and living with that the rest of your life, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's his pedigree. So I, you know, I think if you listen to his – This entire world of I'm retiring, but kind of, it's kind of open. I don't know. I just, I think his passion for the game still burns. And I say to anybody, if you got it, ride it, ride it. And whenever you're ready to let go, me, for me, it was kind of an easy decision because I said, this is my last ride, right? I didn't go after the season was over. You said it going in. Going in. Right? I did told, you do
1: that to to maybe even block off what you might have? I, I actually did. Through if you I,
0: I, call, I not called. Said that. No, I called Steve, and I called my daughter, mm-hmm. and I said, "Dime," I said, "Daddy has to make a really tough decision." Mm-hmm. I said, "I just tore my tricep from the bone. Like they say, I can never come back, but I'm coming back. So when I come back, I'm coming back to do one thing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: one more one more dance." And she was like, Dad, don't come back during the season. You know, Steve was like, you know, pull a Willis Reed. You <laughs> come back in the playoffs. <laughs> Is that what he said? Pull a yeah, Willis yeah, Reed. He I was love like, Pajang, man. Yeah, I love Steve. And uh, so, yeah, so bottom line, I think for me, I did it my way. And it ended on a four-yard line in New Orleans. No greater way a defensive player would ever want to go out. So for Brady, it's like. <clears throat> how do you want it? How do you want it to end? Right. We know what it's been, but how do you want to see the end? JB, drone is right? Champion forever. The last time you ever saw him play, the last time I've ever scrapped up my cleats. Tricep torn or not, right? I held the Lombardi trophy. I think that's that's a crave. That's a crave for Brady after you've seen it seven times. You know, that's something that says, wow, if I can walk out one more time like this. No. Now, I don't know if he's chasing a dream that may not happen. Right? <clears throat> I think it's a lot of people who've gotten better. Definitely in the NFC, it's gonna make it tough. Think about what you just said seven times. Seven times? That's,
1: it's crazy. And and just showing you again, Ray, that he wants to do the eighth time, that it means yeah. just as much to him maybe as the other seven. I, I I it's a rarity to have that ticking clock within your system. Yeah. I would think. Yeah. You know? It's it's there it, it's definitely rare. It's did, definitely you, rare. did you? What, what was your biggest battle against Brady? You had so many of them.
0: Yeah. What was it like going yeah. against Brady in a playoff game, Ray? Right? Yeah, it that? was probably, <clears throat> for me and him, I think we had so much respect for each other um, because he understood the chess match. And the chess match was, I know what you're running. And what I'm telling you is, you may deliver the ball, but somebody's going to pay for that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and so... You know he. You know he gave. He said this thing on in this interview a few weeks, uh, a few months back, mm-hmm. right? That when he actually competed against me, he knew that I knew, so he had to be careful where the ball was going. You know, me and Julian Edelman now, like we work together now, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but Julian understood wherever fit. That's a punishment. Back when we was playing ball, right? Mm-hmm. That's a punishment to catch the ball. So it was chess. I knew where you're going. Hollow, backside, two by two, back offset. You come back and throw. You motion me to the three side to see if we're a man. We come back. We shift out a man, go back to two. And then I'm one-on-one with your running back. Every time. So that was the chess match. How can you get me to move three steps to the right or three steps to the left or get Ed to see something different? And I'm like, Ed, don't move. Trust me. He's me right. And so that chess match between me, him, it was it was probably one of the most classic things ever never noticed because it was in the small changes that you had to know what we both were doing. Yeah, it was, it's one of the greatest battles that I used to stay up really late for and look at film enough to say, somebody gonna get knocked out because I know he gonna throw it. And, And so that was my thing. My thing was he will throw it, but there's a delivery that comes with that. And that's what I think what made us so competitive against each other is we knew, like he, we knew how good they were, right? We knew outside of us and Pittsburgh and them, like the road was going to come through, right? Those areas in that region. Mm-hmm. And, um, 2011 for me, I think when we went to new England and we lost that one, I wouldn't. I would never say I wanted it, you know, more. I would just say I thought we were better equipped to do what we needed to do if we would have finished
1: that, right? So when you were going in these battles with Brady, did you ever verbalize it
0: pre-snap? Every play, <laughs> I'm not playing with Brady. But he he know though. But that's the thing, like Julian. Like that's what we talk about when Brady he comes to the line. I'm saying I'm telling you what you're running. That's what you would it's say. It's run. You'd say that. I'm telling you where it's coming. Yeah, it's like that's that was my my secret sauce was, I, I stayed up, I stayed up and played the game, after 2000 after 1998 mm-hmm. when me and Man Manning was first at the Pro Bowls, old school Pro Bowls, and I never and I never understand I never understood. Hayden's wife's so cool. She's, yeah. oh my God, she's amazing. And she's like, he studies you all day, every day. And I'm like, really? Wow. So I need to change my game. So I started studying him more though, right? You know, quarterbacks, all they do is click. So I built an entire room in my house just so I can watch film. So I became this guy that wanted to know everything when I went to Marvin Lewis and said, I want to know every check that a defense runs. That, that we run, that we have? Why do we check out? Why do we stay in a certain defense on, on first down to 10 or second? Right? So all of those little things, when you think about the game now, Yeah. that's what you see missing from the defensive side of the game. Right? The defensive side of the game now is look, react. Our Mine was look, destroy, or either intercept it or knock it down not catch it and then me make the time Because you've done the the work to know
1: what's coming that or back what in, their tendency is. That back the end, end,
0: Rich. Rich, that back end, when you actually get to plan those type of chess match games against Brady and Peyton, it's the smallest things ever that will decide the wins and losses in that game. It's not this big touchdown or this. but No, it's the smallest things. It's me knowing Peyton comes, to, Pey- Peyton comes to the line, second down and eight, and I see that the receiver right leg is up on the line instead of his left leg is up on the line, and the outside receiver is back a yard, then I know I'm getting that high low right now. So I know two driving up and number one coming in, and nope, the corner can't make that play yeah, because the corner has to sit off. So the only person that could affect that play, if you know it's coming, is the middle backer. And that's the difference of when I watch football, I'm like screaming at kids, like, "You gotta know the game. If you can count to one, two, three, as a middle linebacker, you can. You can be a very effective person." So, are you talking to anybody in the game
1: today to say? I talk
0: to a lot of people. Oh, I know
1: you do. Or oh, you. So, who are you? Um,
0: who,
1: who do you think is equipped to do this, or is
0: is doing something I like think, this? I think. I think, Rich, really honestly, we have to. Because the game has changed, right? The game yeah. is now about the, the the guy that can get, that can get to the quarterback mm-hmm. and the quarterback. Yeah. That's the game. That seems to be the game. That's the game. It certainly was the your last defense.
1: play of the Super Bowl.
0: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> so that's where your defensive players of the years are coming from because right. the only thing that's now kind of relevant is that the lineman and, you know, the quarterback. But the essence of a middle linebacker is the general – on that side of the ball everything there's no way you can walk to a line and i, I want you to really just watch the game mm-hmm. you walk to the you you watch the game now and you the last thing you see is communication in my defense it's the first thing you must everybody's communicating you got to know what's coming right if i if i see knuckles in the ground i'm screaming rabbit if i see knuckle if i see fingers extended i'm i'm screaming bird rabbit is run bird is passed Right, but I'm giving my D line some sort of a clue on either to be heavy or be light. Mm-hmm. Right, so now you play the game different. Right, I'm looking at my corners. I'm saying, look, they ain't bunch. Something coming. Right, it's the little things. And so, um, that's the thing that I try to when I talk to people. I try to explain to any of my camps. I try to explain our greatness wasn't me. Our greatness was I was able to communicate what made us great. Right? It's like pulling your shoestring. I always use this analogy. If you pull your shoestring too far one way, the other side going to be short. It's the same thing in defense. Defense has to be on one screen. When the ball moves, even if you're wrong as a complete defense, if everybody's doing the same thing, you're right. And if you're going full speed, who cares? Ray Lewis here on the Rich Eisen Show. I love this stuff. We've
1: got another segment. Let's take a break. We'll come back for the Peacock and SiriusXM audience. We're going to show you a clip of Beyond the Edge that premieres tonight, 9 Eastern on CBS, and uh, so much more with the Pro Football Hall of Famer, 12-time Pro Bowler, two-time Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP, Ray Lewis. Take a break. We'll be back with more right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Back here on NBC Sports on Peacock, Sirius XM, Channel 85. Stone Cold Steve Austin in studio, hour number three, but the great Ray Lewis, another segment uh, with you, sir, here on the program. Three minutes is when the terrestrial radio audience will return. So let's take a look at a clip of oh, Beyond Boy. the Edge. You're, you're in the jungle of Panama, correct? Competing. I
0: still don't know how I'm, I got there. <laughs> Let me just <laughs> Let make that clear. Told you? Let me make that clear. Okay. <laughs> I still don't know. The production looks beautiful. Okay okay
1: okay let's take a look here's a clip of ray lewis um in this show uh where a bunch of celebrities are dropped in the jungle of panama to compete in beyond the edge i don't know
0: why i'm so deep you feel
2: it? <laughs> hey. oh. ray Ray, she's stuck right she's
0: stuck
2: no, you got uh-huh. you got baby give me a hand it. It.
0: come here baby i got you, you look at me
2: yeah
0: look at me trust me listen trust me Evan, look at me, look at me. You gotta trust me, man. Right. Just freaking trust me. Just trust me.
2: What? Let's go, man. Let's, let's go. Come on. No. Come, on. No. Good? Go. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. Come on. Come on, ah! we man. We're good. Let's on, go. Let's go, go. go ladies. Go. Okay. See, Come
0: on! That, see that look cute? That ain't cute. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't cute. Y'all can say what y'all want to say. I'm still having <laughs> a nightmare about quicksand. It it was a it was an amazing thing to do once you got there, but that wasn't cute. I'm serious. Like that hurt. I got scars from that. Get out of here. I'm rich. Yeah. I got scars, wounds, battle. <laughs> it's like I was back on the field. I, I just. I, you know, when we, when the guys when we talked when we first had the conversation, I I just did not understand I was going to live in a jungle for 15 days. <laughs> I thought maybe you film from a hotel, you know, shower up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> What? Oh, come on. <laughs>
1: Seriously. You really thought, like, okay, I was like, nine who you you're punching the clock. Who does this? And you go spit and, spit and you got five stars. Plus, I'm
0: like, look, you get up in the morning, they pick you up at 5.30, they have you back at 9.30. I can sleep in my bed and shower. Craft
1: services? You thought these craft services Rich, somewhere?
0: I get out there and we sleeping with monkeys. We sleeping with monkeys. <laughs> Rich, we with snakes, black scorpions. <laughs> I'm t- one of the one of the nights. And I ain't gonna tell you the show, but one of the nights I'm telling, you, I'm sleeping right, and you know we got to sleep with a net over us because we actually outside on bamboo State. So it's storming every night, and I promise you, I I shouldn't tell this. Well, it 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 is it, 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 you'll see them.
1: Well, sure. hold on, say Ray Ray Lewis here on the Rich oh, Eyes right. the show, telling a story of uh, yeah. recording Beyond the Edge tonight, CBS at nine oh, Eastern right. time. So you're you're out where you're out in the, the yeah man in, in, in Panama, Panama jungle.
0: jungle, okay in the middle, mm-hmm. dropped off, Rich, mm-hmm. on a bus, mm-hmm. can't see nothing, don't know where you're going, don't know how to get back on, mm-hmm. and they <laughs> drop us off, and they say, this is where you're gonna live for the next 15 days. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing in the middle, and everybody looking at me, and I'm like, I'm not standing here for 15 days. Why is everybody already I, looking at you? Because you're there
1: automatically the leader, I mean, like, I mean, Ray, do something? Like, somebody Ray, do say something,
0: something. <laughs> right? And, and 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 then you know, of course, we we're doing this to benefit our charities, right? Yep. And I'm like, man, how much can I write the check for? I can just write the check to the charity. <laughs> 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 I, oh god, I ain't been. I have not. I'm telling you this seriously. I have not been the same since <laughs> since I came back from that jungle. The point is, we get dropped off. Everybody has a charity. Mm-hmm their support mine was john hopkins children's hospital i've been working with them for many years mm-hmm. um and to see these kids and to know the impact <clears throat> so every day that you stayed you made more money but there was these tests there was these mental tests there was these physical tests that you had to do daily so by the third day what really happened is god had to be introduced because you don't have food you don't have water you have to find it and you're sleeping wow on bamboo sticks where it storms every night and i'm saying to myself right i'm like okay this is a show so somebody got to come get us <laughs> there's no way they can leave us in the thunderstorm nobody came to get us so we get up the next morning and we're like man this is so me and, um me and coach um mike singletary we was Roommates, whatever you want. If you want to call it roommates. We was because roommates. there's no room.
2: There's no room. It's
0: <laughs> It's a piece of wood. <laughs> and you just land on, on it. So, th- so then, you know, before I even decided this, I had this whole conversation with my team and everybody. And it was just like, no, oh, it'll be great. It'll be amazing. And I was like, yeah, it will be. And I got there. We went through it. And I think the bonding that happened from it is kind of a metaphor for what our world should adopt, which is Hmm. truly loving thy neighbor as thyself. Regardless of where you come from, regardless of your race, we all had to figure out how to work together. And, and, And what made it really tricky is you couldn't get comfortable with someone because every day, you had a different teammate. Some days you may end up the same, but every day there's a different captain. There's a different order. So now you have to communicate differently.
1: So that's the way this show works? Yeah. And yeah. so who winds up becoming the, the champion? Like how does this, how does So this...
0: the champion, see, and so that's what makes this really good mm-hmm. because of course there's a winner, but there is no winner. There's everybody wins, right? As long as you go. But at the end, of course, whoever raised the most money, I see. Yeah, really comes home with the prize. But there's no prize, right? The prize is if you can if you can gut this out, right, there will be people that will benefit from your sacrifice. And so hundreds of thousands of dollars um was raised um, because the crew did one heck of a job. And honestly, this cast, Craig uh, Morgan, one of became one of my favorite people in the whole world. He is He is the, I'm telling you, we talk so much. We FaceTime so much just to hear each other's laugh, right? Because we trusted him, him being a military man, Mm -hmm. in some of these circumstances, Rich, where you had to find your own water, right? Like really dig for water, like, wow. Right, and then we started to travel and to see that these circumstances was like this for real for a lot of people. Right, and we were doing it for you know of course the benefit people hardest thing I've probably ever done um in my entire life wow I'm, I'm because it's the unknown sure of course right? and
1: you're surviving in, yeah. in the jungle of Panama yeah what I'm was t- it like with I'm, the singleter no I it mean, was the okay, greatest you he was your coach, coach. right back yeah. in the day he was your position coach back in the day yeah. he's your
0: but he, don't go that fast because yeah. okay. 1985 I was 10 years old. And he was the person that I admired to be like. You're sitting there dreaming of becoming Mike Singletary, what you,
1: Mike Singletary as he's doing his. What does his eyes day? mean? When
0: I couldn't play football, I was like, wow, that's he's that intense? Mm-hmm. What is it that he knows that I don't know? So as a kid, I started following him. And then him and Lawrence Taylor was kind of my two. Ronnie Lott was the other one. Sure. Right? I have a lot of people. Uh, well, by the way, you chose well. Uh, yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> right
0: <laughs> I had a lot of guys that I just actually love but I think just like Craig I think me and coach we had conversations that we had never had before as men we shared vulnerabilities that in the locker room you don't you do and the day that I <clears throat> I had this crazy, blurt out, and lost my mind playing against the Jets because I knew the call, and defense coordinator called another call, and I lost my mind because I knew they was going to run the ball whatever. And he called me to the sideline, and he was like, you can't speak to – no, your voice carries way farther than anybody else." And it's caught on camera, and I'm like, "What the?
1: Fuck? Yeah, I think that you was remember? on NFL film. Yes. Caught that was that Mike Nolan too? Because Mike Nolan, I remember this, middle, right? I And remember I remember this exchange. Was. He gets, I think he got in, like you got
0: on the phone. No, because oh, Mike he was there. He was yeah, Mike there. We're called on to Michael's, like, get on Ray, right? And I'm like, Coach, I hear you, right? But you got to think, like, this is me, right? And I'm trying to humble myself right. to look at this lion in his eyes and saying, Coach, I'm listening. I remember this, right? So I'm like, Okay, I'm here. I'm listening. Tell me what you want to tell me, right? Your voice can't care like that. He forever changed the course of me as a leader. Right? Because from that moment, my, my voice never raised as a leader, if it was not passion. Right? <clears throat> we get in the jungle and we're roommates. And there's no real sleep. You're, you're not looking to get five, six hours of sleep. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> you're not prepping to go to sleep to go to bed. Right. Like, you're just laying down. Hopefully you can stay asleep. Right. And we ended up sitting up. And I'm telling you, the intimacy of what we found out as men, or why we connected. Mm -hmm. Because we all, me and him in particular, we experienced some really rough things to try to come out of, you know? And so we started to share that, and so that's why I said, like, it turned into this, like, it's almost like the spiritual retreat, right? Because I started, like, going on, like, I wasn't even thinking about food. I was like, you know what? I'm done. We're not gonna eat. We're trying to fish. We're putting rod, We're putting strings in the water. Nothing is happening. <laughs> but me and Mike, man, we fell in love with each other all over again. I think we did, and uh, the whole crew did, though. The What's, whole crew, Rich. It was the toughest thing that I'm gonna I'm tell you as a friend. Don't right. ever do. <laughs> I want to make sure we're clear, because I love I think you, we're right? and I, I appreciate you. that. Right, right back at you. Right back at but you. But Don't do that,
1: Rich. Uh, yeah, beyond the I got, edge. I,
0: I created an app. This seriously, guys. I created an app yes. that blocks all reality shows from getting in touch with me.
2: <laughs> Nine Eastern,
0: man. That is a
1: that is we gotta check that out tonight on on CBS. Not gonna be able to do it. There that. it is, right there. Meta World Peace. How would he do? How would he do?
0: I'm not. Can't I, say, okay, all can't I can tell you is right. watch the show. Can't say watch the you show. You got to watch the show. Very good. It's, 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 I tell you this. It's just like me getting up this morning, right? Mm. And I said, I got to get up this morning, and I got to drive in L.A. traffic. Where I'm going, I must be in love with the person that got me there. Is that this. me? <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. Traffic's not that bad. At this It was not day. bad this morning. Okay. First time in L.A. Traffic wasn't Bless bad. Bless you, Ray Lewis. Well, I know it's
1: not your first time in L.A. because you ran for St. Jude last year. Yeah. And you won yeah. it. Yeah, you took we it did. Down. You and Mark Lori took it down. He now then now he owns the Timberwolves. Now you're on you're on uh, Beyond the Edge. It's a you lot. Know, things one. happen when you win the Run Rich Run. <laughs> it's a lot happening. When you run to 40. Um, Ray Lewis here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before I let you go, uh, and by the way, check on the traffic to make sure Ray's going to get back. <laughs> you uh, got it. Can you, I wa- can you ways way. it for him? Ways it for him. Sure. Okay. Um, So what do you think uh, is uh, with Lamar's long-term future in Baltimore? What do you think, Ray? Because, you know, it seems like Eric DaCosta and the Ravens would love to sit here and talk long-term contract with him. And either he's not ready or he's representing himself or he's just a different type of, you know, NFL player who's not concerned about his long-term future. It'll all just come to him. He just wants to win right now is what it seems like. What do you
0: think, Yeah, I think... um... Honestly, I um he's one of the young kids that I that I purposely pray for a lot because for him to understand the mantle that he now carries in Baltimore, you know. I think it's way bigger than football. I think um I think he's clear on what he wants to do, right? And sometimes you know you can't all the person for doing what the way that they see it. Um But I think when it comes down to the contract and the Ravens, I think a deal will get done. Okay. Um I really do. And, yeah, I think it gets done, and we keep taking our city to the next level, and he keeps doing what he's well, doing. Well, it's interesting. You say his mantle in Baltimore. Do you
1: think if there is a torch that it's been passed from you to
0: him? In uh, Baltimore, he he right? has to. It's no if, you know. It's like he has to. And I've been gone from the game 10 years, right? Like, I get it. Like, that's forever my city. I get it, mm-hmm. right? But the new sheriff, that he carries a different mantle. He has to understand that. And I think he does. I really do. I think he, <clears throat> I don't think he understands sometimes the magnitude of where he could reach and how far he can go. <laughs> and none of us at 24 25 years old had everything figured out. What if somebody had come up to you when you were 24 25 said that to you? Yeah. Yeah. You know. So I mean, would you've understood? I mean I think it- I think um the same thing I told LJ Lamar is I had somebody to help me walk through whatever greatness you're running into. you mm-hmm. You're not doing nothing no different nobody else did. So you got to have the right counsel. Right And so for me, the guy we spoke about earlier, Rod Wilson, Rod basically just took me. Mm-hmm. He said, I, I understand that you you're great. You can do a lot, but you need me to help you. Mm-hmm. right? And that's what I think um, Lamar, he's he, you got to have the right counsel in these type of decisions because they affect not just him. I think he needs to understand that clearly like this is this affects an entire culture a raven nation of of what the young kids who was told they couldn't play a position right go play receiver lamar now nah, I'm a quarterback yeah that was
1: no question right. something that he needed to do, unfortunately, mm-hmm. at the Combine. Like, I'm not running receiver routes here. Like, get yeah. out of here with that. Right. And I'm not running a 40 here because I'm not going to have the conversation from here be how fast I am. Yeah. And, like, he, amazing. And yeah. then, obviously, Ozzie Newsome with the ultimate, you know, uh, you know, gift basket as he's going out the door. <laughs> yeah. Great move to go get him there's an extra year of contractual control if you want to talk about the business a little bit here and so now clearly he is uh supremely talented yeah no question about that what about though and just bringing this all full circle we had such a terrific conversation in the first segment of you here about how it's now down to pass rushers and quarterbacks and he clearly can get away from pass rushers but at some point it might be somebody like you coming downhill and taking him out and how sustainable do you think his level of
0: play is in the NFL, right? Look, man, and we know this game now. So, uh, any play is that play, Yep, you know, practice, you know, I hurt myself in practice, right? It's, it's that's, I think that's the last thing any of us think about right Right. now, when you start to get into the contractual stuff, of course, they're going to talk about it, but it's really irrelevant in, in your, in your mindset. Right, and in his world that he should live in. Injury is the last thing Lamar thinks about. Lamar is a football player, and he's gonna give you everything he got. And when you think about the core of what a football player is, what the Hall of Famers ultimately lived their entire life being, that's the person that gives everything. Empties the tank. That's who he is. And injury, who cares, right? I had nine surgeries. Who cares? Keep going. And you'll figure it out so look you of course you hear all of the, those oh if he gets hurried one hit one hit yeah that's for a lot of people right but that kid is special he has the it factor and people love to play with him and for him and for me he's one of those people that i run home because i know something's magical is going to happen right Right. And I just think he has to keep that in his forward of thinking with the right counsel. And I think he'll be okay. Ray, you're the man. Thanks yeah, for brother. coming here. No man, thank you, buddy. It's so good to see you, it's man. It's very good to see you yeah. too. What's your time this year in the forty?
1: Um gonna... you know, I gotta start training
0: and uh we're gonna
1: So run. you haven't started training? Uh this is just a question. There is no there there there, there is no R E system. You know what I mean? I'm, like so It's yes. just us talking this trip, so I'm just
0: asking it's in a no, month. Uh,
1: it's we're right now. The tentative plan that's becoming very firm and finalized is five weeks from Saturday. Oh, the Saturday before <laughs> the draft is where we're gonna is when we're gonna run it. I can't really announce just yet where it's going to be, but it's going to be here in Los Angeles, California. You are very much invited to return and and defend your crown, Ray. If Olympians,
0: Olympians, start four years yes. to get to the next Olympics. Yes. You yes. got five weeks, and you ain't started training yet. Well, I mean, I'm doing mental reps. <laughs> <That's>
1: <laughs> that's that's my, I'm, do- I'm doing I'm doing my mental reps okay. right now. Okay, know? I get yeah. it. So yeah, that's the way I approach it. <laughs> that's the I way it. I approach
0: it. Yeah. That's the way you're gonna approach the Brian Rich run. Ritual. That's the way I do it. I'll let you know I, I mean, let me see, let me see the way I feel if, if I could come back and defend it.
1: Well, I mean, just again to bring it all full circle, yeah. how limber did I look doing the squirrel dance to start this I'm, I'm
0: now entire a- appearance the dragon of the leg is yeah. the most impressive thing to me because that means right. you take your time I'm taking it. my time see that's that's one thing people don't know about that dance it's a state of mind it's a state of mind yeah <laughs> it's a state of, mind. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: It. A state of mind, mind and okay there it is that's you Ooh. teaching it to me
0: see, last see year. That? Now look at my face that means I'm in awe <laughs>
1: Or shock. (laughs) Total shock. In real time, I took it as shock, Ray. That's where you were looking at me last year.
0: I could not believe you did that. And you know people was recording that. But that's why I love you, Ray. Right back at you, Ray. Love you too, man.
1: Thank you. At Ray Lewis on Twitter and Instagram. Beyond the Edge. Check it out. I mean, if you, you just heard how real this thing is and this thing is a celebrity adventure challenge in the panama jungle with ray and meta world peace and um, mike singletary paulina porsikova and more celebrities tonight on cbs wednesdays at nine eastern time good to see you ray hey buddy, you got it always we're good back to, to talk about the overtime rules potentially that are changing in the nfl and stone cold steve austin hour three in studio <laughs> I've been doing the draft for a bit, Trey, and one of my favorite aspects about it is the journey and how journeys are 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 crowned in a way with opportunity knocking and that's the road in front. I love those stories. How did you get to North Dakota state, Trey Lance?
2: Yeah, my recruiting process was a little different. I guess probably early in my junior year I got switched, you know, kind of on the recruiting boards or whatever you want to call it, um from quarterback to athlete, and that's when that whole kind of uh, idea started that I wasn't a quarterback. Uh, at that point, I had already been recruited by North Dakota State as a quarterback. Um, fell in love with it. You know, the, the, the conversations about me playing a different position were, were kind of fast. Uh, I wasn't really interested in it. I knew I was a quarterback believing in myself. Um, and North Dakota State, obviously. I wanted to have this opportunity to, to be where I'm at right now, getting to North Dakota State and, and seeing, you know, the expectation of North Dakota State is, is winning every single game and, and winning national championships. Um, I didn't want to go to school and, and hope to play for a bowl game.
1: Well, I mean, you know, I, I don't normally like to ask uh, somebody who's getting ready to be drafted and about their recruiting process and asking about um, to read their, I guess, scouting sheet in a way but uh, i'm unfamiliar with why somebody would consider you not a quarterback prospect as you're getting ready to to go um into college football what what were the were you why why were you not considered a quarterback prospect trey
2: yeah it was um really similar actually kind of to, to the the feedback i hear now or as far as negative um just you know didn't throw the ball enough didn't play enough games um, you know, we ran, we were fairly run heavy offense, honestly, really similar to what I did in North Dakota state, you know, I probably threw the ball 20 times a game. Um, and, and it wasn't anything past that very consistently, um, went to a small school, didn't play very much competition. Uh, so that's kind of the really similar, like, you know, like, as you know, to what I hear right now, but again, it's, it's just those things that I can't control.
1: You're still hearing that right now, literally, because, um, Uh, You know, you're you're potentially on the verge of being a top five quarterback drafted player in the National Football League. (laughs) And I'm wondering because there's so much talk about shoulder chips and chips on shoulders these days. Do you have
2: one because of all this, Trey? Uh, Yeah, I mean. I, I like proving people wrong you know that's what I love to do I think just my being from a small town being from you know kind of the middle of nowhere uh it's what I've done my whole life and it's kind of I guess what I love to do uh but excited like I said for this opportunity and, and to be able to have people you know organization that believes in me and wants me to, to be a part of, of what they do in their operations uh but yeah you know I, I'm always you know there's always going to be critics and stuff like that I don't pay attention to it a whole lot.
1: Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for our full archive. Mercedes-Benz wants to let you know that your dream that you have forgotten about and have not thought about needs to be remembered. And wants to remind you that a way for you to get back together with your dream is to live the van life in a totally customized Mercedes-Benz Sprinter. Because... This Mercedes-Benz van that we're talking about means you can expect safety features that are so innovative, crosswind assist and blind spot assist. Expect amazing performance and reliability. You can get an MBUX voice command system. There's a five-star dealer network you can expect and an available gas engine that runs like, well, a dream. So go visit that relative that you have not. Go commune with nature. Go on a vacation or, importantly, maybe Most importantly, start your own business. Head to the Mercedes-Benz van dealership and get that Sprinter. Tell them your dream sent you right here on The Rich Eisen Show. Hey, man, I love talking ball with Ray (laughs) Lewis. What you heard at the end of his first segment here, when I asked him about the battles with Tom Brady, when he walks you through the concepts that need to be run by a defense to counter somebody like Tom Brady or Peyton Manning when they're running an offense at the highest level in the NFL is Football 101. And the thing that I love about that conversation is it shows you that football is the ultimate combination of brains and brawn and that you need to have that heartbeat and you need to have that drive and that want to. And the drive and the want to is usually associated with the physical aspect, right? Like, dig down deep. It's the fourth quarter. Here comes Derrick Henry, or in his case, back in his day, Eddie George. And you've got to understand that this is a time for the alpha male versus alpha male to really put their bodies on the line. you got to dig down deep. But the digging down deep that he described was middle of the night. Late night, instead of lying in bed and popping on the television, you're popping on film. He created a film room in his house for Peyton Manning because Peyton's wife told him at one point, you know, he studies you all the time. Like, oh, okay. That means I got to study him, huh? (laughs) So Ray was like, hey, I need a contractor. We need to build a new room. I love that story. (laughs) Yeah. I love that story. And, you know, asking him, you know, I asked him during the commercial break and I'm not going to tell you any names that he mentioned, but I asked him like, "Uh, uh, who's doing that today? Like, who's doing that today? And he's like, not much. Because the middle linebacker position is either conceptually less than or the middle linebacker isn't talked about as much or paid as much because it's about edge rusher hunting quarterback and quarterback getting the ball out before edge rusher can go finish the hunt. And he's talking about how the middle linebacker can affect the game. And I'm sure there's so many defensive coordinators, Dan Quinn being one, maybe with Micah Parsons, TJ, yeah. that knows this sort of thing. This guy Coach Bobby Wagner, you know? I mean, it's amazing how games change, and I just love that conversation. Loved it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it, it
1: brings up something. That's, you know, we're sitting there talking to Ray after, and we're looking at him in the physicality, right? I mean, and this yeah. dude could Oof. probably still bench Two twenty-five, thirty times, and he's still, you know, an imposing man. But then, you, and I said, imagine this man at twenty-four, right? Yeah. And but even more so of the physical, it's Demet- like Demetal. you said, it's Demetal. up here, man. And people don't give football players enough credit for what's up for there, what's so. up there, yeah. and how and right. how that affects the game. That I know, like he basically said, they knew what Tom Brady was going to run before he ran it, and Tom knew that they knew that, and so it's his, you know his ability Brady to fit it in there and his teammates ability to absorb the hit that they all know Ray is going to deliver and Man, punish Man. and then Ray knows that if he is any way shape or form with Ed Reed fooled to move 3 inches off the spot that's why again that no look pass that I thought of in my head the no look pass that that Stafford, Stafford threw in oh. the Super Bowl oh my gosh because he moved The Bengals defender off his spot by just a mere two steps. And the no look moved it by two steps that he could deliver the throw to Cooper Cup. That put them in plus territory, which means Bengals side of the field for the first time. I love, love, love talking about stuff like that. And, again, I'm not some all-22 tape head. I'm not going to sit here and talk about the difference between cover two and the difference between this defense and that defense because, again, I'm not expert at it, and I've never really gotten so deep into knowing that because that's not my job. My job is to pull stories like that out of people like Ray Lewis and then tell you about the storylines that are developing in the NFL and how – it affects a team's desire or, or ability to win and lose. That that I feel is my job. But Ray was one of the first players that came on NFL Network and did, you know, the work of the analyst, a little bit of punditry. And so I've I've known him since like two thousand four, two thousand five. And so I've heard him tell all these stories and I just think it's my job. Those are some of the stories that he can tell. Boy, that the jabbering between him and Brady must have been oh, legend,
0: and Peyton too. Like Peyton. all of them. I mean, it's, well,
1: I mean, it doesn't seem like Peyton's much of a talker though. But Brady seems like he would. you right. Give it back to you. Legendary stuff. And they were mic'd up for a lot of that stuff too. It
0: exists. And the, you the know, stuff
1: that great. and and the fact that Brady can't quit that still because he's. Probably in an era where he knows there's nobody studying like Ray out there. He's got these kids in the palm of his hand. It's easier for him. Yep. Because they're not like Ray out there. And whoever does the sort of stuff that Ray does, neck up, practice, late night film viewing. Wow, what a step up, leg up they'll have in this league.
2: Yeah, Tom Brady just threw for his all-time most yards in a single back? season at age
1: 44. If he knows that, that that the people like Ray, and I'm not talking about physical ability. I'm talking about preparation and desire and want to. If he knows that that's not a, on the other side of the line, of course he's going to keep playing. Stone cold coming up hour three in but, studio.
2: But that's what makes you know what I mean? Aaron Donalds all that better. Well, I mean, he's, he's, well he's
1: talking about Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald definitely studies, and, and he's just beginning to get vocal in his world right now that's what the rams are telling you he's just beginning and that and that's what in a way von miller got in his ear about and ray's talking about how rod woodson got in his ear about that and he's wondering who's in lamar's ear in a similar way about whatever world lamar is in business wise or needing to Have the light turned on for him, preparation or whatever Ray is alluding to. And Von Miller was that apparently for Aaron Donald this year. And you know who was that for Von Miller and was Demarcus Ware? Was that when Demarcus Ware got to Denver, he turned the light on for Von in terms of. Being a professional, yeah. don't hoot with the owls. You can't soar <laughs> with the eagles if you hoot with the owls, yeah. which is an old-school phrase about study late at night instead of doing other things. Mm-hmm. And and being a leader in the locker room and getting your your game to a different level. DeMarcus, where was that for Vaughn? And you know the guy who told me that story was Rod Woodson. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Just to bring it all kind of full circle here. And that's the way things go. And... That's why adding certain people to your team is worth it. And that's why I think in a way getting somebody like Bobby Wagner to your team is more than just what he does, you know, between the lines to use that phrase. It's just everything else. It's it yes, yeah. there's a lot that comes with the right mix cuz we're, we're all talking about, you know, Vaughn unleashes Aaron Donald for, you know, X's and O's and whatever. But if Vaughn's in his ear 24 7, 365, that allows Donald to elevate his game even more. It's, it's worth almost, it. Almost unfair. So why not, if you have Micah Parsons, go get Vaughn and say, turn that light on for him a little bit more? Because the light's pretty damn bright. Yes. Sir. Love it. Stone Cold Steve Austin, hour number three. When we come back, more on Baker Mayfield and this new overtime rule change concept.